Hey guys, welcome to Troubled Waters episode one. This is reflection on my fears. I want to share a little bit of my heart uh, tonight with you. As we won't be digging too deep tonight, the first episode, kind of an introduction, kind of letting you know where I've been, where my heart is now. But I want to encourage you and let you know that no matter where you are, if you're stuck, if you're in some kind of bondage, listen, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a way out, I promise. I can't make promises very often, but I can tell you that if you stay focused and you look to something that's wholesome for your life and that means something, you can find a way out of your situation or your circumstances. So I don't know where you are tonight, what your your life looks like. But just listen to what my heart has to say, and I hope that it speaks to at least one of you, and you can be encouraged and you can understand that there's a bigger purpose for your life. You know, I was sitting here today, and I'm, I'm writing my, <clears throat> my devotion, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm praying, and, I, and that's what I do now. I, I pray, and I have a relationship that's never failed me now, that's, that's always there for me. And I want to share this with you, and, and here it is. It seems no matter how many times something has blocked my vision or distracts me from trying to move forward, the same decision crosses my mind, a choice that is. That choice is either seeking God's face and praise Him through the storm, or I let fear control my life and base my decisions on the lies that fear put in my mind. Now I do believe truly That fear is a liar. My heart is in a different place these days. And I do know that the Bible tells me, uh, He did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. And the question comes into my mind when I hear these things, when I hear that scripture, when I hear that fear isn't real. It's just my false emotions appearing real. That's a definition. That's an acronym that I heard Um, a couple months back and you know I I understand what it means now I understand that it's an emotion that I can take control of that I don't have to be captive to so I do believe that it's a liar I do believe that God did not give me a spirit of fear therefore why should I concern myself with all this worry another question comes up Did the Lord not send his son to die for my sins? (laughs) And you won't even believe this. But I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself on how much, how ungrateful I must be, how, how I'm beating myself up, I'm tearing myself down. But really, why would I ever think for a second that I could know me better than God. (laughs) He knows me better than anyone else, even myself. So he knew what I would face. He knew the fear that would come into my life and take control of me and lead me into a life that I'll speak about a little bit here. So I say to myself, I say, keep moving forward, walk in faith. It's God taking my steps for me, not me. I'm not in control. And through being not in control, I can never look back, not even for a second. 
the best truth that I've ever walked in in my life, that the hope that I have is knowing that his love for me is unfailing. How disgraceful of a, of a person I was, how, how sick in the mind that I was to, to go into the lifestyle that I chose. And God still loved me. Hear that tonight. Your fear is a liar. Your situation doesn't have to remain. Your circumstances are temporary and it's all up to you. Are you going to surrender? Are you going to let fear control you? Or are you going to let it go away? (laughs) When I can hold on to that hope for real and I can finally grasp what that means... I'll be able to walk in the calling for my life, the purpose for my life, and stay in God's will, regardless of what I face or what comes in my my path. He had the answers right in front of me the whole time, and I missed it. I was always trying to make some kind of mathematical equation out of it, make it so I completely miss what's in front of me. And isn't that like us to make things complicated when they never needed to be in the first place? And I heard something on my heart so profound through all of this. Fear became my leader. God became my lower. Now I knew God since I was a kid. I knew, I knew the Lord. I knew about church. I knew about going and praising God. I knew about worship. And still, yet again, <clears throat> I allowed fear <clears throat> to take control. Now I sit here and I think about all the times that I've tried to make excuses and I've tried to understand why I did that. But let me just tell you what fear did. Fear brought me into a life full of addiction. A life that I was lost in. I was lost. I didn't know. I didn't see the way out. Just like I said, I didn't see it. Fear blinded me. Fear took control Understand tonight when you're blind, you can't see the light and the way out. So you have to surrender to the thing that is going to help you most. And that's God in my case. In yours, I don't know what could work for you. I don't know if you need counseling. I don't know if you're not even struggling, but you know somebody that is. And, you know, maybe the Lord is going to be the reason that they get better, that they come back to normal, if you will. But I know this, that I was lost in a life full of destruction. Even though my life was full of destruction, through the wreckage, through the turmoil, I still felt something that I needed and I couldn't figure out how to fill the need. By filling my my body with drugs and alcohol and and doing the things that I was doing and, and, and the violence and the, and the anger and all those things. I thought I was filling needs that, that were there and, and, and I wasn't. I was creating a false. Sense of worth. I felt. Like somebody when I did those things, I felt like nothing could touch me. But really, I was just destroying myself, my mind, my heart, my soul, and I was I was letting it rot. And you know what? 
Do you know the one thing that broke through to me that opened my heart more than anything in this world was music. The day I found out that I could strum a guitar, that I, I could keep a keep a melody, that I could keep a beat, that I could uh, strum a chord and I could make a strum pattern that was beautiful and I could sing along with it. That was the day that I started to fill the need that I never knew I could fill. But the funny part was, is I started to sing worship songs of when I was a kid, even through this wreckage. I remembered them and I, and I could play the chords for some reason. I knew how to play the guitar. Never took a lesson in my life, never understood how to play an instrument. But I picked up the guitar and it took me less than a month to learn. And that's a God-given gift and I, and I realized that. And I finally understood what my need was all along. And it wasn't to play music. It wasn't to, to be released from the, these beautiful lyrics, this, this beautiful sound coming from this uh, mahogany guitar with a gloss top. It was beautiful. This, this thing was, <laughs> it was gorgeous. And I started to praise the guitar a little more than God. And that's a whole nother story. But I started to understand my need, what it was all along, and it was to be in a relationship. But let me clarify for you, the relationship wasn't with a girl. It wasn't some pen pal overseas, or even a childhood best friend. No, it was a deeper, much stronger feeling. And the feeling that I felt, and that that deep anxiety if you will it was almost a good anxiety because I knew I needed this was a relationship with Jesus Christ and you know what that happened to be that was my saving grace when I found out who Jesus Christ was and that he died for me after everything I've done my life was completely changed he set me free he was the one who set me free and changed the course of my thinking in such an awe-inspiring way that words could never explain. So tonight I encourage you to to just take a moment and reflect on the things that that you were stuck in or or you might even be facing something tonight that really is, is holding you back from the achievements that are waiting for you in the future. And you don't want to look too far ahead. But you want to understand that God has a plan and a purpose for your life much bigger than what you could imagine. And whether you believe in God or not, that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. That's the that's the absolute 100% truth. And every time I tried to deny what that truth was, it led me back into that wreckage I talked about earlier. So take it from somebody that's been through such a situation and has been around those who have destroyed their lives likewise. So, please, be encouraged tonight. Tune in with us again next week for one of our interviews and some worship together. Possibly uh, an original song. I don't know if I'm ready to do that yet or release that. Uh, But I just ask that you guys tune in and listen. And listen, if this isn't your thing this isn't what really you know, speaks to your heart. Try to listen just a little longer and see what happens. 
I'm believing that God's going to touch hearts through this podcast. God's going to really recreate what it means to get through your fear. Not by some self-help book, not by some motivational speaking, but no, by the Holy Spirit and the power that it has to release you from those things. And the blood of Jesus cover you tonight and understand that you're set free, guys. You're forgiven. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So please tune in with me next week, guys. It's been uh, it's been real. It's been uh, kind of emotional. But I'm so grateful that I can come on here and do this with you. So I just appreciate your attention for the short time that we were here. And uh, please, as I said, tune in for episode two. We'll see you soon. God bless you.